This is Renovar Ministries, revealing Christ and renewing one heart at a time. The parable of the lost son. It's time to say goodbye to the famine. This message is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 15, where Jesus is busy teaching a crowd through some of his parables. In this session, we will be studying the parable of the lost son together. This is a parable about a father with two sons. One day, the younger son came to his dad and said, Dad, please, I would like an early inheritance. Can I have my share now? Let's start reading this scripture together in Luke chapter 15, verses 11 to 12. Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. Notice how this verse describes to us how the father gave both of his sons an early inheritance and not just the younger one. Unfortunately, after the father graciously gave his younger son all that he had asked for, the son then immediately moved away from home and went on a journey to live in a foreign land. The older son, however, remained close to his father. In verse 13, it states the following. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Now, prodigal living refers to a wayward and reckless lifestyle, peppered with sin. The Bible is full of stories where God's people abandoned the things of the Lord and embraced idolatry instead. A lifestyle of idolatry is worshipping anything above God. Thus, an idol is not only just a dead foreign god in a statue formation that a person bows down to. It is anything you put first in your heart. Church, this could be money or other pleasures of the world. It could even be yourself. Look at the time the Israelites built the golden calf and started worshipping it, whilst Moses was up on Mount Sinai hearing from God. God was literally outpouring his love and direction for his people as he gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Yet, the Israelites waiting at the bottom of the mountain were impatient and followed their own sinful desires. Moving back to the parable. So yeah, the younger son is in a new country. He left his home, his place of comfort and safety, and went somewhere else to live a different life where no one knew him. We have this young man wasting all of his inheritance and indulging in idolatry. He didn't work. He just spent his money on parties, good food and entertainment. He never invested or even just budgeted what was given to him. As children of God, we receive eternal life as a free, precious gift. We receive eternal life not by the works we do, but because of the grace that Jesus gives us through dying on the cross for us. We can't save ourselves, but we do have a role to play in how we maintain our relationship with God. God says to us, I am giving you an everlasting inheritance. Church, our inheritance is eternal life in heaven one day with the living God that we serve. God even gives us that assurance of this inheritance while we are still on earth. But the key question for each of us is, how are you planning to safeguard your inheritance or are you just going to throw it away by making the wrong lifestyle decisions? Due to the fact that this young man had no backup plan, investment or job, 
his finances and social influence in the town soon dissipated. In Luke chapter 15, verses 14, it states the following. Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in the country, and he began to do without and be in need. Can everybody say famine? Now a famine is an extreme lack of food in a region or a country. It means that many people were going hungry at the time and that there would have been a great desperation amongst the people. Sometimes we choose not to eat out of choice. Perhaps you abstain from food for a season to fast. But in this case, it was a national crisis across the land. Many times a famine is caused by drought or extreme flooding, insect infestation, or diseases in the crops, or even due to war. This young prodigal was so desperate and so hungry that he took on a job to feed pigs. He must have been so starving because he yearned to even eat what the pigs ate. But unfortunately, he was given no food, minus the small wages that he earned. Church, what we need to understand that at this point, not only was he facing a physical famine, he was right in the middle of a spiritual famine where he was in great danger of losing his eternal inheritance. He had quenched the spirit of God over his life. He was backslidden and spiritually parched. On the physical side, this young man was so hungry that he would have been only too grateful to eat what the pigs were eating. And he longed for his family home and previous lifestyle. He reminisced about his life back home and realized that his father would never have let anyone go hungry. He therefore decided to return home and ask his father for forgiveness. And if he could just be one of his servants. Here is the profound part. God stays home. Church, God does not abandon heaven. He never runs away from his obligations to his children. And he never drops a task that he has committed to do. And this is not just for earth, but for the entire universe. He remains knowing the stars by name and holding the earth together. He is the constant factor. He is faithful. Amen. The good news is that heaven also never suffers from famine. Hear what I say. You do not need to suffer a spiritual famine. Yes, sure. There may be times when you go through trials on earth, but God's spirit has not left or faltered you. When you are in the presence of the Lord, there is life. Even if the world is facing a catastrophic famine, you can still remain spiritually empowered. As the son approached his family estate, his father saw him, and the word of God says that his father had compassion. He therefore had a sincere love and heart of mercy towards his son. His father ran towards him and hugged and kissed his son. The son was naturally very apologetic and said, Dad, I'm no longer worthy to be your boy. But instead, the father asked his servants to bring out the best robe for his son, to put sandals on his feet and a ring on his finger. A ring in this instance symbolizes belonging and authority. The truth is, sometimes we create our own spiritual famines in our own lives by withdrawing from God or by choosing the ways of the world. 
God has adopted you as his child and he will not fail you. God wants you to be successful in your journey for him. If you have lost your way, God wants to restore you. And even if you are fully focused on him, but somewhere you fell into a trap of the enemy and have believed a lie that you need to be stuck in a spiritual drought, he wants to revive you. The Holy Spirit is ready to minister to you at any time. Amen. Let's pray together. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness and for your hand over each of our lives. Lord, if someone is stuck in a famine, listening to this, I pray that you will loosen them from the bonds of the enemy, that you will bring your restoration and revival into their lives. Lord, I also pray for anyone who has been looking for a spiritual breakthrough, who got stuck believing a lie that they were destined for a spiritual famine. Lord, we recognize that you are the supplier of life and life in abundance. And I just pray that you will pour out your abundant life and hope and victory over the person who is saying, I need you, Lord. Lord, nothing is too hard for you. And we speak out to every famine and we declare abundance in the name of Jesus. We declare life and a deep spiritual bounty in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and your loved ones. Keep running the race. Please feel free to connect with us through our website, www.renovalministries.org for free resources. Or if you need any prayer, may God bless you and your family. Shalom. Thank you.